When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, we'll decide who sucks around here. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. How's it going? That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Do you have a thought from my, my opening, Kevin? I Well, I was hoping you'd do the hum gully gully, hum gully gully, save gully gully, save gully gully. That would have been better in my opinion. Yeah, probably. would have been pretty good. It would have been better foreshadowing. So, Tommy, what's our topic today? Mr. Averman. That is right. The man who did say hum gully gully. The first time we meet Lester slash Dave Averman... Gordon drops it on us. He he's calling out the names from when he's first coach at D one. Says Averman Dave. But as we go on, Averman's name is Lester in the newspaper when he's announced as a member of the Junior Goodwill Games. It's Lester. So how do we reconcile this? Do you think Lester was his middle name, and like yeah. he just got people to call him that after? You know, like how I mean, yeah, if, athletes yeah. can just the like, roster. It's, it's got his first name, yeah. and then he goes by Lester for no reason at all. I imagine if it was between Dave and Lester, I figure got to go by Dave. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. I think well, Lester's his like first given name, and then his middle name's just Dave, and he just goes by Dave. But then the paper just looked at like I don't know the roster, just the formal roster and put Lester because junior goodwill games they don't know that much about him uh, well I don't know I, I think if I think if it's in the paper like that I, I think that would be his like informal name you know what I mean like the the name that he goes by well, like Pac-Man and then, Jones but I, and I think the roster would be Dave okay at least that's my thought but sure what do you think Gordon got the roster though because yeah. you think it was just like sent over by the by Hans's people oh yeah because it, it's probably just the league just sent him the roster. Or, I don't know, maybe the old coach just wrote it down while he was in the hospital for his heart attack. Yeah. Just wrote, just scribbled it down. Then that could have been just the informal name. And maybe the coach one. didn't even know their names. He just called yeah. them Dave. Just uh, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Maybe the coach was just all wrong all the time. Maybe Dave is short for Lester. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, now we're going somewhere. Expand on that, Kevin. I, I, I've got nothing. Okay. It's kind of like Dick and Richard. You know, it doesn't really... Yeah. yeah, okay. I've never heard of Lester Dave. Usually Lester goes just to Les. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, anything's possible. That could happen. That is true. Anything is possible. Let's move on. Shout out, KG. So, as Kevin mentioned... That first game we see Averman in action, he's going, hey, batter, batter, hey, batter, batter. And Gordon's like, there's no batter. So he goes he goes to goalie. Now, is Averman being funny or does he just not know the rules of the game? I think he's just being funny. He's just being funny. Okay. So what is Averman's hockey background then? I, I don't know. Well, he's obviously aware that they really suck because the first time we see Averman – he goes, 
just so you know, we really suck. He says that to Gordon. And so he's aware that they are just awful. So he knows what good hockey probably looks like, and it's not them. Okay. And isn't he wearing a Sharks he is. hoodie or something? He's wearing a Sharks like hoodie over his equipment. And well, and I, I think we've kind of, I think we talked about this with Haverman, how he kind of just like goes along with whatever everybody else is doing. And so he, you know, they're all playing hockey. Sure, I'll go play hockey too. Why not? You know, so I don't know if he's very. Who knows what we said with Carp? That's what Carp did. Maybe. Yeah. Because Carp didn't I, know I what hockey was. I can see Averman being the same kind of. But he was kind of he was also kind of a leader, like when they were doing the whole poop dollar thing, where they got the dog to eat the beans and the dog ate the whole can, pooped on the dollar, and then they stuck it in the well. He pooped, and then they picked it up in the purse and stuck a dollar outside. Averman was kind Thank of. Thank you for breaking that down for us. Well, I don't know if some people don't remember it. It's kind of like a lost scene in the trilogy. So people, before, yeah, there's no hockey in the scene. Yeah, people don't really... They remember the Hawks battles. They remember Gordon sticking up to Ducksworth. But that's early on. And it's a great one. So I just wanted to remind people of it. But anyway, he's kind of the leader of all that. And then he's always talking on the ice. Like, he's always giving the play-by-play. He's always talking. So maybe he's... he's I don't want to say he's, like, a leader, but... I don't think he's just going around following everybody like at the back of the pack. That's a good point. You know, I I think uh, Mike's right. He's uh, I guess he's kind of like the joke. He's the class clown, and you know, I bet you he was picked on when he was real little because he seems like the kind of guy he had like glasses in kindergarten, and so he became funny as a way to adapt, and so Defense people wouldn't mechanism. yeah, so people wouldn't pick on him or things like that, and so they'd be oh that guy's cool after all, and let's invite him to uh, to go play hockey with us. See. That's why you need bullying. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it makes people adjust. And then they, now Averman's just this beloved member of the team. Although Jesse yells at him a lot. But Jesse's just an angry little fellow. See, yeah. I'm interested in the relationship between Averman and Jesse because Jesse, angry, yells at him. End of D1 when Banks shows up, then then Averman's making his smart ass comments about, oh, the Jess man. And, I mean, <laughs> I would. I mean, maybe they're like best friends because, like, my best friend uh, growing up, we used to yell at each other like crazy. Like, we used to get pissed off, you know, fight, mm-hmm, and do sure. all sorts of stuff, you know. But we were best friends, you know. So maybe it's kind of like that relationship. Yeah, but it, it comes around because at the beginning of D two, Charlie gets Jesse, and then Jesse's like, "Let's go get Averman." He didn't say, "Let's go get Fulton." So Jesse obviously wanted he was like Averman was like the first pick for him. So I don't know what their relationship really is. Clearly uh, Averman's a lot better hockey player than than we realize because of Jesse who we agree is like one of the top 3 or 4 guys on the team says let's go get Averman not let's go get Banks or <laughs> they should know. do a spin-off TV show where they live together and it's like a sitcom. I think that'd be great. What would you call it? Mm. Well, remember uh, Abram, now obviously we hold less you know, than Jess. Sorry. Well, we have the, the copyright on Quack Attack, but that's one thing Averman says is Quack Attack is back, Jack. That is so, true. So I mean, that could be what it's called. Oh, Quack yeah. Attack is back, Jack. That's good. That's good. I like less than Jess too. Maybe that's a subtitle or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. So Averman is, as we mentioned in. <laughs> oh, they're still talking about my title, but they go, 
Jesse and Charlie come to the movie theater, and Averman's working there. And we talked about this before, but Averman's like 13 at the time. Now, look this up. A person under 14 years old cannot be employed unless it's as an athletic referee, a model, an actor, or like a newspaper like delivery person. So Averman is working there illegally. How does he get this job? And we've deduced that it's not a mom and pop theater because it's at the mall. Yes, it's General Cinema, which was a big theater. Uh, it was a big theater chain. It had like a, a good amount of theaters. It's out of business now. Maybe he lied about his age, you know? Maybe they had a pretty lax, you know, application process or whatever, and he just, you know, fudged the numbers. Yeah, it's, it's a, I mean, obviously he doesn't have a driver's license yet. He does have to put his social security, you know, number down, I imagine, when he's applying, but... I mean, maybe he's actually just like 14. Maybe they have us like a, or maybe they have some kind of like, if you're turning 14 by this date, you can get a job. If you're in a certain like economic bracket or something like that. I don't know. I still think that the theater just screwed up. Like, I mean, my brother, he was 18 and he was managing a brewery. Like, you know, and they just like didn't realize he wasn't 21, you know? So like it happens, you know? You know, Someone I wouldn't be maybe added incorrectly. Or, I know? wouldn't be surprised if Averman's the kind of guy who like just shows up in the movie theater and just like starts. Oh, I'm gonna tear some tickets, you know, to be <laughs> funny like at first, and then all of a sudden says, "Hey, go clean up like theater four. He's like, so he's uh, not getting paid. So he, yeah, he's just committed to the joke. Really. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a high level commitment, right? There. Yeah, that's well done by Averman. So <laughs> so when he just leaves in the middle of his ticket taking, like nothing happens. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, why finally he finally that kid left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Good for Aaron. He got like the whole costume out of it. And everything. so he probably just wanted to get free movies, and that's probably what he got. He got free movies and a vest and a bow tie. Okay, fair enough. That works. Like, did the other people that worked there know that he didn't work there? Like, did his coworkers know that he didn't work there? I mean, they have to. <laughs> I mean, he probably just showed up once, and there's like, oh, hey, are you here for the orientation? He's sure. And so <laughs> nothing really happened, and they probably asked, oh, what's your name? I was like, oh, I'm Dave. I was like, okay, sure. And then maybe he was only there for like less than two weeks or something. He was like, "Oh, you haven't been clocking in," or I mean, if they, if he's there's no record for him and he's just like showing up, or maybe the theater was just really shady and just paid him under the table, keep it off the books. Oh, okay. You know, maybe everybody was underage there. <laughs> That'd be well, interesting maybe or strategy. actually maybe they they get all the underage and then they pay them in like candy and movie tickets. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's not really like a real quote-unquote job it's just like just like hey do you want to see free movies all summer do you want to get like uh you know popcorn and snickers sure work you know work in quotation marks at the movie theater okay general maybe that's how general cinema went out of business they discovered this shady practice of paying kids and candy so haverman (laughs) obviously leaves his Sham of a job. I like that we spent about five minutes on that. that I think that was some of our best work. Five minutes for a four-second clip in the movie. (laughs) We're on episode 31, all right? (laughs) So, Averman leaves his movie theater job and becomes part of Team USA. And we've talked about Team USA being really a Tibbles construction of getting a different mix of races, ethnicities, Body types, personality types, all that kind of stuff. What role does Averman fill in that little Tibbles dynamic? What was Tibbles looking at when he picked Averman? Or was that a Gordon thing? 
Maybe like the locker room glue, you know? He's a chemistry guy. And I mean, and he's talented, you know, we've established that. I mean, he gets along well with everybody, I guess, except Jesse, but, you know, um, but they might be, you know, you know mm-hmm. so I don't know. Maybe he's just like a, a locker room guy, high character. I think that's that's probably correct because you need someone who could, A, you know, like kind of cut the tension if anything's going on. And also, he's probably the kind of guy who would go up to like a new player and say like, hey, how's it going? You know, something like that. And so. And then Portman hits him in the face. Yeah, exactly. He he started talking to Portman when he was obviously a scary guy. So. Okay. But from like a marketing standpoint, does Tibbles do anything with him? Well, these are the days before social media, but I can imagine them being like, we got to like show that Team USA is fun. So like Averman is this prankster. So we're going to market him as this prankster. So we're going to be like taking like vines and stuff of him. So maybe they were doing something along those lines of, you know, here's Averman pulling some pranks in the locker room. Come out to the game to see Averman, the class clown, or something like that. Okay, okay. No, but yeah, I don't think he has much commercial appeal other other than that. Him being the funny guy, you know, okay. he's not, you know, I don't know. So I want to go back to something you said. You you said we established Averman as a good hockey player. Is that true? I mean, we've kind of he's talented. You know, he's one of their better players. You know, well, I think at least early on we're basing this on Jesse saying, "Let's go get Averman." Now, if they're best friends, it's like, we got to go get Averman. Like, but if he's good, it's like, we got to get Averman. And so it's kind of tough. I think he's never going to stand out as being the best, but he's not going to be the worst. Yeah, he's a solid role player. Okay, fair enough. I mean, he, he does their face-offs, doesn't he, at least on one of the lines? Yeah, he had, uh, in the first movie, he had three assists, which tied for fourth on the team with Gon- Connie. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then he scored a goal uh, in D2. Only point of the only point of the thing well that we saw, uh, he scored it against Germany, which I mean, Germany, and then D three he comes out with that the sweet like stick handling move where the goalie can't even see he's not handling the puck anymore. So he's obviously got some talent. Like I went into this thinking, I'd have to convince you guys that he was a solid hockey player. He's made underrated for his skills, but you seem to be okay with him. So. I think if he was terrible, and like, they probably wouldn't think he's as funny, or like it would almost be like, oh, he's so bad, it's funny, but it's like, oh, everyone he's funny, but he knows like he gets his work done. It's not like Carp, who's like they laugh at him <laughs> because he is really bad, but Averman is like he's funny and he's good, so always laughing with him, and this helps. If like the locker room like clown or whatever sucks, sometimes that could really get on your nerves. Like he's really bad, and like stop making the jokes. You're not contributing anything. Like we're you know, down this many to Iceland, but it's like, oh, he's making jokes, you know, but he contributes, so it's fine. He's like Tony Kukoc, you know, solid all around. Good good guy off the bench, good teammate. He's solid, you know. That's how I view him. I think this is your 50th 1990s Chicago Bulls reference. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> trying to keep it in the era, you know. <laughs> no, it's it's good. You just love to come back to the 90s Chicago Bulls. You didn't love that team. Fair enough. That's a good point. Fair enough. So, Averman goes on. and I'm, The one criticism I would have with Averman is that he doesn't really do anything in the big games. He did, like, absent against the Hawks, really. Absent against Iceland in the finals. And then JV Varsity Showdown, does he do anything? I don't think so. Maybe he's just... 
he appears invisible because everybody else raises their games so much, you know, like Banks and all those guys raise their games to such a high level that he just kind of gets washed away. But, you know, he's still playing. He's still solid. Okay. All right. So we go on to D3, and we establish right away almost Coach Orion and him don't really get along. Orion's like, oh, what are we here for? And then Averman, oh, we're here to win, sir. To win, like, Coach Orion, yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah. It was like, no, no. It's a great and scene. Averman, I think Orion, though, I think he he appreciates that. Because, I mean, it's he is, you know, breaking the tension. Like, he's being funny. And he's just like, no. But I can imagine him, like, like once they're, like, later on, not, like, right away. But he's probably yeah. like, oh, Averman, that's how he is. I, I think, especially early on, I think he fucking hates it. Yeah. He wishes he would just shut up, but... I don't know. Maybe it grows on him. I think it grows on him. Really? Yeah. Orion seems like kind of serious guy, yeah, though. A, Orion's a seems dick. Seems like you got to take your work seriously. And Averman's out here just, you know, hawking up a hairball and whatnot. Or no, that was Orion that made that joke. And then Averman was like, good one, Coach Orion, sir. But anyway. <laughs> but so Orion seems super serious. And then you have Averman who doesn't really take anything serious. I don't know if they can really fit that well together. But who knows? Now, also serious, Eden Hall Academy. Yes. Does Very Averman serious. fit in there? No, he sticks out like a sore thumb. Okay, does he survive the four years then? I mean, yeah, because I think he's a good student. You know, he's probably book smart, you know, does his studies and stuff. So he's able to stick it out that way. Plus, he, he I can see him charming a lot of teachers. You know what I'm saying? Like where they like him, even though they might, you know, discipline him or, you know, send him out in the hall or whatever, send him to detention. But they, deep down, they like him. Yeah, I mean, he's always given the one-liners. And probably, like he says in, um, um, I guess, right off the, or, no, that was Goldberg in D2. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking of Goldberg's falafel line. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, but does he like going there? I think he li- he likes it, and it's better than the alternative. You know, just hanging out in the public school system, and yeah. Well, I I think he sees it as an opportunity too to cause as much you know ruckus as he can. You know, oh, it's okay. like a challenge for him. Okay, so he's like the class like prankster. Yeah, anything goes wrong, we look to Averman. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. So, eventually, what happens to Averman? I think he goes into, like, he goes into college, and he probably tries to be, like, a stand-up comedian, like, at night. Oh, that's good. That'd be cool. Yeah. See that? I'm not sure how he does, though. I think he probably ends up maybe failing or just kind of giving up on it. He's more of, like, a situational funny kind of guy. Yeah, you know, like to win, go to Ryan, sir. You know, like that kind of stuff. He's funny, but I, yeah, I don't know if he'd be very good at that. Yeah, I think he tries to do the stand-up thing, and he ends up um, getting like some cubicle job. But he's like the office cut-up, yeah. And so he's always, you know, like hanging by the water cooler and he's things like, like that. He's like Jim, except not like good-looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Jim from the office. From the office, I assume everybody knew what I was talking about. Okay, so Averman. How do the Ducks really like feel about Averman? 
when they get to Eden Hall because he's they've kind of moved on to like this is serious hockey and like we're playing for scholarships and stuff like that. Can do they still deal with Averman as in his cut up and his jokes? I, I don't know if they've at least not when they first get there. They're not really like that. They I mean that's true. Only like Banks and and Conway yeah. are kind of like. Hockey all the time. Although Conway's not really at the beginning either. He's like, yeah, sure, let's play the. Let's. Well, he thinks he's a lot better than he really is. Conway does, and yeah. then I guess he gets knocked down to earth. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> and then like, but like Russ, he's like he says, don't let's not mess up my scholarship, whatever. So, but he's still very much, oh, but let's not get caught. So, I think that dynamic of them not taking it seriously or, or not as serious as, you know, this is my life. Like Banks is the only one who's kind of relying on this as his meal ticket really but i feel like that or maybe julie too i feel like that would change because eden hall is this nine-time state champ and the varsity is very serious and they take themselves very seriously with the, all those stupid kids and their so you think they jacket. get brainwashed basically i think, by the time th- they... I think it steps up into like a more serious role when where, though i don't think well i think because it it's uh it's known that Eden Hall Warriors become the Eden Hall Ducks. That's true. And so I think Averman is it like they're able to kind of bring about that that change in the culture. It's like obviously they they're still gonna win, but they're gonna have fun doing it, picking up the trash and stuff like that. It's in, in that hijinks ensue. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I mean, if it was still the like, let's say JV lost that game, and I, we'll get into that in another episode. But oh, if JV lost good... that game, I think Averman has a lot of problems there because they don't become the Ducks. Yeah. And they stay the Warriors oh. and. Uh, well, the like varsity said, coach keeps we, his job. We should really save that for another episode because yeah. we can we can go a lot of different directions with. But that. because they become the ducks, so I think Averman like blossoms at Eden Hall. Okay, is he like the popular guy in school, or is he just you know popular enough? You know, he's not going to be like Banks, who's like the the star athlete and everything. And Banks is probably pretty bright. Averman's you know the class clown, so he's, everyone he's everyone well likes liked. him. Yeah. yeah, he's well liked. He's known around school. Yeah. It's like, oh, Averman's at it again. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So he goes on and just works a cubicle job, and that's just kind of it for him? Well, maybe he's in, like, maybe not, like, a little bit more exciting than cubicle, but he has an office job, like a 9 to 5. I think so. Maybe he, like, meets his wife in college or shortly after. Probably college. He might, he might like, marry the first girl that, like, you know, has a serious relationship with in college. Okay. Okay, kind of deep there. So we establish Averman, solid role player, but he's also a solid role player on this Eden Hall team now who wins state championships. Any chance he makes it into a scholarship at a school? I think maybe like junior college or, you know, a smaller school. You know? Okay. And even if it's like in a walk-on type scenario, if he just wants to keep playing. Maybe and, he goes and tries to walk on. Or, and if he has the grades, you know, maybe he could go try and, like, play in the Ivy League. I mean, I don't think he's, like, going to be the, like, star, like, player. But they saw, okay, here's a role player who played at, like, essentially the best prep school in the nation, really, mm-hmm. for hockey. Knows how to win. And, he, you know, he got a good SAT score. And, like, sure, let him, you know, play here at Princeton or something. Do the coaches, the college coaches, can they, they obviously see his, like, personality. Is that a harmful to him or does that hurt help him i think it helps because i think deep he's not like uh he's not a selfish player or anything like that and like you, you can get, have guys who joke around but like they know like when to you know cut it out 
So plus he he always does like win over the coaches, so he'll get good you know recommendations and good you know things of that nature. So. Yeah, I can imagine like Coach Ryan writing him like a letter of recommendation, be like, "I hated Avery when I first met yeah. him, but he really won me over. He's yeah. got and he did a great job like with the team. Like if we didn't have Averman on this team, I'm not sure he would have been as good just because of his presence in the locker room." Okay, I mean, there's one thing to like the kid because he's funny. He's just got a good personality, and then there's another thing for a coach to see a kid and maybe hate him at the beginning. But see him work hard and become better and do all this and and really step his game up. And I think Averman is just a likable guy. I don't know if he takes hockey seriously enough to really get that recommendation from Orion. So that's my one concern. Like, does Averman care about hockey enough to win a scholarship? Maybe. I mean, maybe at some point, whether it's Orion or maybe maybe uh, Bombay reaches out and it's like, hey. You know, you're going into your senior year. If you take it seriously, you know, you can go play in college. And maybe so then maybe it kind of clicks for him and he has a big senior year or something. Okay. So it comes back to Bombay. I'll say Bombay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Bombay definitely stays like a mentor to to all the kids. And he's able to keep everyone in line. Like, yeah, you know, we love it when you're joking. But like Kevin said, if you really, you you know, stick with it and work hard, you can make something out of this. Did Averman and Bombay really become that close, though? I I mean, I think it'd be hard for him not to be close with every player. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. And when he goes, when Bombay goes to play in the minors, it's Averman who's like gives him a little funny one-liner. He laughs yeah. at it and whatnot. So, okay, fair enough. Lester slash Dave Averman. I guess it would be Dave Lester Averman or Lester Dave Averman. I would say Dave Lester, but. That's. Do they call him DL? They should. Or do they call him Daverman? Yeah. Daverman. I bet you when he was little, they called him Daverman just to like make fun of him, kind of, like in like a naggy kind of tone. But as he got older, and you just when he get older, you nicknames you try to shorten everything, but then he becomes DL. DLA. They probably just call him Averman. Averman. Averman's a good last name just to be called by. I guess everyone already calls him Averman, so maybe they just stick with it. I bet you they don't even know his first name. Like, they're on the first day class. They're like, oh, uh, Dave? Like, who the fuck is Dave? (laughs) Like, oh, Averman. Huh. All right. Good to know. And if you have any thoughts on Dave slash Lester slash Averman. Wait, hold on, hold on. Kevin, does uh, Averman have any illegitimate children? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when you said he married the fir- first... I mean, I guess it wouldn't be illegitimate, but mm-hmm. maybe he, like, he gets her pregnant, and then they, they just get married, and that's it. Okay, so do you think he like is happy that she gets... Oh, now she's pregnant. No, you don't? No. He seems like the kind of like a weird dude. Like, yeah. like he's not the... I've, I, he seems like the kind of guy who's like, I can't wait to get married. He doesn't yeah. seem like the... I'm going to go sleep around as much as I can because I'm the funny guy. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It seems like he, he might marry like a total bitch who's good looking, and he's like shocked at his good fortune. Yeah, I could see that. So you say that he meets this girl in college, and right away, he I think just... he outkicks his coverage, and then and then like she gets pregnant or something, and he's like, all right, fuck it, we'll just get married. In college, 
So maybe they yeah, get, or maybe after. I mean, well, yeah, it would have to be because they'd want to get married before the baby is born. And maybe that's why he has to kind of give up his comedy career. It's yeah. just like he's like, okay, well, I've got this and offer. He quits playing this. hockey because he's, you know. I, I don't think he he gets her pregnant. Like, I think right off the bat. I think it's smarter than that, just to mm-hmm. get her pregnant like right away. I think he. Uh, I don't think he gets her pregnant right away, but I do think he like marries her right after college. Fair enough. Yeah, I could see that. I could see him out kicking his coverage too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Which, which is a surprise. Like when you first think about Averman and his thick glasses and his curly hair, it's repulsive. But <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Averman, if you want to come on the show, please tweet us at QuackyThickPod. We'd love to have you. I don't know. Maybe he grows into like some good-looking human being too. That's possible. Yeah. I guess. Maybe. Anyway, as I was saying, if you want to give us any of your thoughts on Averman, what his name, his looks, whether he outkicked his coverage, or anything that actually happened in the movies that we talked about a little bit, uh, you can go to thequackattack.com and contact us, or on Twitter, at quackattackpod, or you can just go to iTunes. I would actually prefer you go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Put your thoughts in on Averman in that review. We're racking up the five-star reviews. We got another one the other week. So we're picking them up. And uh, remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs>